Hey everyone, Drew Paglieri back with a power spread analysis on all things football. All right, so the second game, the night game, the Giants and the Eagles. This feels like the 50s or the 60s. This is, is Bednarik playing? Did I have the right team, Bednarik? Anyways, uh, wow, this is, this is good. Um, I've actually, in a private way, I've been close with these two teams to a bit, to a degree, especially the Eagles. Uh, I can't go into that, but I definitely have been on top of the Eagles all year. Uh, I could have told you from the beginning of the year this is the real deal. <clears throat> now, did I think they were going to be this good? No. I mean, they had had there said to be certain things work out, right, with the personnel. And they kind of stayed very healthy a lot to a degree until the middle of the year or after the middle of the year. And then that's when they lost a couple games. And we all know about Hurts, you know, but they had other injuries. A lot of, in, a lot of little things started creeping up. But they look really healthy coming into the playoffs now. I mean – relatively healthy i mean compared to what the nfl is today if you're not missing half your team you're doing pretty good okay so um yeah and the neat thing is when they lost their big guy in the middle jordan davis okay he was the one because they have smaller tackle defensive tackles fletcher Cox, cox and um jason J- javon hargrave great on speed and mobility as a defensive tackle, and in the pass rush, Hargrave had like, what, 11 sacks or something? I forget. He had a lot of sacks. And he's like a Pro Bowl alternate. They've got Pro Bowl guys all over the place. Good years from a lot of guys, vets and young guys, and, and great schemes and a great culture. It's just, This is a legit Super Bowl team at this point. And they've proven it all year. I kept saying to my friends, my Philly friends, wait, wait a minute, just wait a minute, you know, just wait. But as the year went by, I, they kept proving it, that they're a great team. So, and then they had some injuries. If, if Minshaw, Gardner Minshaw, Minshew has to play, you know, that would be tough. But he's not the most, he's not the worst backup, okay? And they could still do something with him even. But no, you want to have Hurts, of course. Um, but, in, but back to the, the, the moment when they, to me, the big piece of the puzzle, when they lost to the Redskins, they were beat up in the run game. And Hurts played that game. But that was their first loss. Everybody talked about the run game. When Jordan Davis, the rookie, monster, what, a 400-pound guy who runs a 4'8". I don't know if that's accurate, but this guy's a monster, okay? Uh, what is he out of? Uh, oh, Georgia, right? And when he went down, they had no more big presence in the middle. But it actually helped them for the playoffs because they went out and got Domicon Sue and... Uh, Lavelle, Linville, Joseph, two at one point, I don't know if Sue was ever Pro Bowl, but these guys were towards the Pro Bowl style material, pluggers in the middle, especially Joseph. Sue's not really a plugger. I mean, he's, he's not that big. He's actually not that big, but he's a little bigger. You know, he, he helps. And then Milton Williams gets in there too, young guy. He's pretty good, but it was really Joseph. Joseph's the big dude that gets in there. Now Davis is back. So this is awesome. They've got at least two big dudes and then two semi-big dudes, okay? And then you've got your fast dudes. So you've got a combination of the two big dudes, the two middle big dudes, and the two fast dudes, okay? And, and they're set. I mean, they can stop the run, though. 
I sort of feel like in this game, Barkley might break out, you know, but it's gonna not, it's not going to come lining up under center, running pro runs up the gut and just zone runs. You can mix that in a little bit, but it's going to come from the spread running. But I think Barkley, could, because I'm telling you, if they just line up with two t- a one-two personnel, heavy or even a heavy personnel under center, they're going to stick their big guy in there, and and, and it's not going to happen. Okay, so that's so the Eagles are better now than they've been all year, and that's the funny thing. If the health is maintained, they look healthier now after a couple of losses. Um, their their offensive line. I want to go through some of these players. I just love it how good these players have done. I looked at that offensive line early in the year. I said to my buddy, I was in Philly at the time, and I just said, your offensive line is why you're going to win. It's, I mean, and sure enough, that big guy, Milata, the guy from Australia who played rugby, he's like 6'8", 500 pounds running around at the rugby ball. I mean, I, I watched one of his rugby highlights. He ran over this one dude. I was almost like, please, someone call the ambulance now. I mean, this guy's nuts, and he can run. I mean, it's, again, we're getting towards this era of monster athletes like we've never seen. But anyway, this guy Malata, is, I think he earned his first Pro Bowl finally. I had a really good – Kelsey, the, the old man, still kicking butt at center. Smart, experienced, still good. All right. Um, Dickens, Dickerson, the Bama guy, uh, doing great at left guard. Siamalo, the, le- the right guard who's been injured in the past, but he's been healthy this year. A strong talent, strong talent. And then the right tackle is, oh, Lane Johnson, the old vet. And he's had a really good year. So I think it was three of these guys were Pro Bowl and two of them were alternates. I think something like that, whatever it is. But yeah, maybe the best line in football. And then um, the the duo at receiver, well, I don't know, a guy named A.J. Brown, one of the best in the league. I mean, a great receiver who's still great. He hasn't slowed down yet. And then Devontae Smith, who I was one of those guys. I keep doubting this guy. I keep saying he's too skinny. He's going to break. When he goes in the NFL, they're going to break him like a twig. He's tough. <laughs> That's all. I'll give it to him. He's tough. And, 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 and they've had a big year. Zach Pascal is a backup, comes in. But the other guy is like Quez Watkins. And I didn't mean to write off Pascal. Pascal's a good fourth receiver, a possession guy more. But anyway, and Watkins is a decent third receiver. He's had some big games, okay? Um, Miles Sanders, Penn State, big time. He's a guy that, how about this? Barkley versus Sanders. He replaced Barkley when Barkley left Penn State. And Sanders was great too. Sanders was a bigger recruit from some of the numbers, have him as a bigger recruit. But Barkley's awesome. I mean, we know that. And I, I sort of like Barkley a little better, uh, but they're both great. I mean, Bar- they both can receive out of the backfield. But I think Barkley's a slightly better runner and a slightly better receiver. Um, I think Sanders has a teeny more speed burst if i'm correct a little bit more speed but you know barkley's plenty fast so the bottom line is i, I think i like barkley's power too with it so but sanders is a heck of a back that a heck of a year is a pro bowl uh boston scott kenneth gainwell they've got guys behind i trey sermon the ohio state he, he's like down the line but he can run okay and then you got dallas goddard he was hurt he was one of the guys hurt at one point he's back and the giants will give up catches to the tight end hawkinson Ring a bell, Minnesota's tight end, had all kinds of catches last week. Goddard could have a big game. I, I think early on, if I'm looking at this, I'm looking at Goddard. I'm looking at, I'm looking at, and I'm just not looking at, I'm actually saying it, and I've said it to some people, okay? I'm just going to leave it at that. But I'm looking at Goddard, some of that intermediate passing game. I don't think, I'm, I'm 
Wink Martindale, the Giants coordinator, and I've said plenty about him in the past when he was with the Ravens and then just recently again with the Giants. He's aggressive unless Dabble won't let him be. I think Dabble held him back against the Vikings because he was scared. So he bracketed. Go check my videos out on the brackets he put on Jefferson. He put brackets on Jefferson. Um, Courtesy, I think Greg Olson, the announcer, was pulled that up and showed it. It was great. And uh, not the whole game, but he had brackets several times. Uh, and, and, and he was mixing in some coverage, but he was playing a little conservative. It, 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 he pulled it off because he, in the second half he did start to mix, very tricky mixing, some surprise blitzing and doing some different things. But he can get really crazy. And he can do that whole psycho Raven stuff and up, everybody up on the line. I think we're going to see much more aggression this game. I think he's not going to want Hurts running. He doesn't want anybody running. And I think he's going to let those little short passes, that West Coast offense that Sirianni also does. I don't think he's one of – Sirianni does everything. Sirianni's great. I've, I've, I've said stuff a lot about him last year, actually, what they went in. His, his brother is at West Washington and Jefferson College doing all kinds of crazy spread stuff, power spread. And, 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 so, and he also knows Chip Kelly, and he also has guys on his staff that do his, have air raid back in their background and different stuff. Okay, so he's going to really mix it up. And it's really like a, it's either a PS Pro or an actual PS Multiple. I think we may be getting our first PS Multiple, but it's still a lot of Pro going on. There's West Coast elements and uh, West Coast offense elements and some standard Pro runs and under center and all that. So I don't know yet. I don't know what to call it, but it's moving towards PS Multiple. It's great. It's the stuff is great. Shane Steichen, my man. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> Great stuff. And um, yeah, it's not just Vic. I mean, Vic, Michael Vic. It's not just Hertz running the ball. Okay. It's, it's a lot of stuff. Um, so I really do believe maybe they're going to be, they're going to use Goddard early and go intermediate. I think the run and the short pass maybe get shut down early. I could be wrong. If, if this comes out and Martindale is kind of conservative again or Dabble wants that, going to protect the deep ball, you're going to get eaten up by the Eagles. Big time. Power spread, man. You're going to have it all in you. You're going to have it up your butt. You're going to have it on the outside. You're going to have it short, intermediate, long, and, and it's going to open up the long, and you're going to get burned long anyway. So you got to be aggressive. And if they are, they're going to be in this game, and it's going to be a battle. And then you're going to need Goddard on the tight end passes. You're going to need Sanders on passes, Boston Scott, little screens, all right? Mix it up. Try to take a couple deep shots. And I have a feeling where what will happen is the second half, some deep shots will hit. Or maybe even at the end of the first half. And that will open it up again. And Martindale maybe backs off. We'll see. And then all of a sudden you get some Hurts runs. Then they jam up on that. And then you get some of those shots again. So I think Goddard the first half, the deep shots the second half, something along those lines. And maybe the Eagles are still able to take off and win. Okay. Um, if this defense is conservative, I'm telling you right now, this isn't even that close. As good as the Giants are. I mean, Matt Jones is a true leader now. He's a true leader. Great job. That wide receiving core, a great job. You're going up against the, I'm not done with the Eagles talent yet. You're going up against some real good guys here. But anyway, Barkley, I'm looking at him maybe having a big game here, but it's got to come from the spread runs. Um, the offensive line, um, it's the best it's been. Their offensive line is really strong. It's the best it's been. Um, I want to talk uh, Andrew Thomas, Evan Neal, rookie tackles. They were burned by the Eagles earlier this year. 
The second game, don't worry about it. That was a, a no game. Nobody needed that game. The first game, that was pretty disappointing. In New York, the Eagles walloped them. And it was pretty close for a bit, then it just got out of control. Um, a lot of it, the, the line wasn't blocking. This is better now. I, 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 they'll be more prepared. Evan Neal's still going to struggle some. I haven't talked to you yet about the talent on the Eagles. But it, J- Gannon doesn't run the, best, the craziest aggressive scheme, but he's smart. He does a lot of surprise stuff. And he does match stuff. He does that match stuff. And, and, and the, match, the, the pattern matching in the back. And so we'll see what happens. Um, I think he's going to be, you know, Gannon's going to be his normal, decent coordinator with a lot of talent. He can, he can afford to only rush four guys a lot because they have the best talent probably in the, the league at that. So, but I do think Thomas and Neil will play better this game. And Neil will get burned a little bit. They're going to get burned some, but I think they'll do better. And the guys in the middle, Gates, Feliciani, and Glowinski, are strong power rushers, and, 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 and they can get a rush game out of all that. And, uh, but, you know, I think, um, and also Dabble is great at his PS Pro scheme. So he's going to have a few tricks up his sleeve. Jones will be running a little bit again. So they're going to get, I think they're going to have the offense to keep up if their defense stays aggressive. That defense has to be aggressive. If they do not play aggressive, they won't be able to keep up with the Eagles offense. That's my opinion. Um, And on defense for the Giants, by the way, Lawrence and Williams in the middle were monsters. They haven't been monsters all year. They've been good, but they were absolute monsters against the Vikings. And then the edge rushers aren't nearly as good as the Eagles' edge rushers, but they're there. If Old Jalary plays, that would really help. Thibodeau, you know, and they've got some guys. So uh, they play a lot of DBs. I love it when Wink, Wink comes out with his 7 and 8 DB package. Landon Collins, Jefferson up in there. Um, he can mix all that up, but again, the Eagles have a lot of talent that I was just telling you about on the offense. So, again, you better mix and you better be aggressive. Okay, so two great offensive schemes, two defenses that can go both ways. Really great scheme or kind of too conservative. We'll see what happens. Um, but the Eagles, Gannon can afford to be a little bit conservative, and I'll tell you why. Again, we talked about Fletcher Cox and Jason Hargrave. I didn't tell you about their their ends that come off the edge. Okay, Josh Sweat, Reddick, coming off the edge. Reddick had 16 sacks. Sweat, Sweat had like 11. Brandon Graham had another 11 coming off the edge. Uh, Robert Quinn is a veteran. He's old like Graham, but he can rush, and he's, coming, he's back. He's coming off the edge. A lot of depth going on there. And then T.J. Edwards and Kazir White aren't the best linebackers out there, but they're solid and they're strong, and they led the team in tackles, okay? And then they're defensive backs, man. They picked up Bradbury, and he's had a Pro Bowl year. They picked up Darius Slay a year or two ago, and he's having a great year. And then, uh, and then they have uh, their nickels. Maddox is going to be out of this, but their other guy will be a nickel is Josiah uh, Scott. He's improving. He's improving, guys. Relax, Eagle fans. Now, they're not even going to maybe use Scott because what they've been doing is Epps and uh, Gardner Johnson are the safeties. Gardner Johnson's a near Pro Bowl level guy. Epps is solid. He's not great. He's solid. In the nickel, they've been putting in Bradbury, a rookie. An undrafted free agent's been kicking butt. I mean, he's, he's solid. He's not great or anything, but he's solid enough. And uh, did I say Bradbury? I'm Blankenship. I'm sorry. I meant Blankenship. Reed Blankenship out of Middle Tennessee State. 6'1", 200 pounds. He's solid. They're going to put him back there. If he screws up some, if they're able to hit deep shots on him, 
Slayton's pretty fast for the Giants. Um, the other guy's more of a slot back, Richie James. Hodgson's more of a possession receiver. So they don't have a lot of deep speed. You got Slayton, maybe. So in the end, I think Blankenship will do the job, you know? If they want to get more aggressive, you put in Josiah Scott manning up. But I think they'll go Blankenship. They'll bring down Johnson in the nickel area. So that will be their nickel. But these guys are strong. These DBs are pretty strong. You can burn Epps. You can burn some of these guys. You might. Blankenship's a rookie, undrafted free agent. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I have no doubt that Dabble will be strong schematically on offense and aggressive. I'm just worried about what he's going to tell Wink Martindale on defense. Okay? But um, what else do we have here? Uh, but yeah, if, if Wink is aggressive, Hertz has to hit big shots at some point during the game. No doubt about it. Uh, and Gannon, like I said, he can afford to be a little bit conservative because he has such great talent on the, on the edge. Uh, but he'll do his surprise blitzes, which can be a nightmare. Uh, and that's about it. I think that's pretty much all I have here. Uh, this, I think this thing can stay close if, if the giant defense is aggressive. Uh, I think Barkley could pull out some big runs. I, I can almost see I – I don't know what's going to go with no huddle. I know Sirianni will run, run the tempo. Dabble will do it some too. I would, again, stay aggressive. If you're in this game and you've been aggressive and it's a close game in the second, second half, watch out because the Eagles could start to hit their shots and do their thing, and they have the confidence. But you, the Giants have confidence now too, and I would go more in the no huddle with the Giants – tempo it up, and start busting Barkley off spread sets. And you could start to control the clock in that way, and Jones on the runs too. And then, you know, short passes, and you, but you do have to take a couple deep shots, you know. But, you know, but it's just going to be harder. I mean, in the end of the day, the talent resides. Everything you go through, you're like, oh, the Giants receivers have been better. Eagles are better. Giants line has been better. Eagles offense line is better. Giants have these pretty good edge rushers, and, and, and they have those massive DTs. Their DTs might be better, but they only have two. Like, they, they don't have as many. Like I said, the Eagles throw six defensive tackles at you. So everywhere you look, the DBs by the Giants. McKinney's back. He had a great game. They're pretty strong there, right? Uh, Eagles might be better at the DB. Okay. Barkley might be better than Sanders. That's one I – okay. Hurts. And Jones, I don't know. Jones is playing great right now. I don't know who's better there exactly, but the receivers are definitely better for the Eagles. So it's just a little, it's a talent edge for the Eagles is the issue. And in the end of the, I got to have to go with the Eagles because of that. They've had a layoff though. This worries me about the Chiefs and everybody who's had the, the, the two that had the layoffs. I think that Jackson, I think these games, both Jacksonville and the Chiefs and this game, the Saturday games could be the weak ones. I, don't, I think the Bills, Bengals, is going to be incredible. And so could the Dallas and the 49ers. So we could have the weak games on Saturday. But because those are the two teams that had the layoff, I'm wondering. I'm a little worried that the Giants could even win this game because the Eagles aren't going to be up in rhythm, right? That's why I'm saying the second half, maybe the Eagles get rolling. But either way, the Eagles are the better team. Right, and the Chiefs are the better team. Those two, I mean, the the Bengals and the Bills. I don't know; it's pretty debatable, right? Um, Cowboys and 49ers, I guess you'd say 49ers are better, but the D- Dallas looked darn good last week. So I don't know. But these games, no, you can definitely say 100. percent Even if the Chiefs and the Eagles lose, they had the better year; they're the better team. But they could lose, 
and I'm a little worried about those layoffs, but we'll see what happens. It's been it's a notorious thing that the team has a layoff and they don't come out strong. But I have a feeling the Eagles needed to get rested up. You know, it might hurt the Chiefs more, but they have the younger team to deal with. So I think they'll pull that out. And the Giants will be stronger, I think. They'll be a strong team to, to contend with. But I think the Eagles, it's not going to hurt them. I think it's going to help them that they had a layoff. But I could be wrong. So there's a couple things here. Rink Martindale need to be aggressive on defense. If they're not, the Giants might not even be close. If they are, this could be a, a hard, tough-fought game. Then the Eagles, they got to get rolling. They got to get their rhythm back. And if they do, they should win this no matter what, even if it's close. And so that is a wrap. Here from the Power Spread Studios, this is Drew Paglieri. Until next time.